You're far too kind. Oh, man, Grant. What do you, why were you laughing? So, oh, <laughs> I wasn't, but I was, I'm laughing now because we thought we just recorded like, like 10 minutes of an intro. That's an, no, that's an exaggeration. And we realized it wasn't recording at all. Uh, hey, it is now. I can <clears> see the, the numbers going up. Yeah, there it is. So, um, yeah, we so, were going to record an intro before that, though. <laughs> no, dude, let's not even talk about that. Okay, one day we're going to do it, and then we're going to release it. So, like a you, single, like a single. No, it's going to literally just be an intro to one of the podcasts. It's going to be on Apple Music, Spotify, and anywhere else you would like to listen to your music. It's going to make you think, "What the heck was this?" Because then we're just going to act very nonchalant, act like nothing happened. And you're going to think back to this episode right here and say, oh. Most of you guys don't have the same style of humor as we do. Mm. And most of you, it's because, and I have consistently said this, you can go back and listen to all the episodes. You guys are smarter than we are. And that's okay. And I respect that. But we do have this sense of humor. Are you saying that's okay to me or to them? Like if they're smarter than we are, yeah, of I just didn't want them okay. to feel bad about it, you know, for being intelligent. Oh yeah, dude, this isn't like high school in the '90s where the nerds get made fun of. No, the nerds still get made fun of. They still get made fun of. Just like if you wear masks, if you wear masks, <laughs> <laughs> if you wear masks, why, why? <laughs> so start a new job. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What has happened since we have last recorded? Okay. Which that's on us. Yep. It goes out like we're real sorry about that. So before part one of this second part. Which was when's coming out? It's Tuesday. Sure. Okay. Why not? Um, Gosh. So you guys, this is like a couple days after part one. Yeah. So but before we recorded that. um, No idea. It's been a while. It's been a while. So what has happened since then? Um, is, uh, a lot. So Will Smith got slapped in the face by another man on live television. One of the probably most watched like television ah. programs ever. Nah, dude. Oh, sure it is. Dude, no one watches the Oscars. Here we go. I don't care what you look up right now. Here we go. Nobody, if you watch the Oscars, I want you to raise your hand right now. If your name is Oscar, I want you to raise your hand right now. I don't care if you watched it. <laughs> Take a picture of yourself raising your hand and tag us in it. Watched uh, most watched events. What is it? Uh, Nobody's watched it in American television history. And hey, if my calculations are correct, I think it was Will Smith that smacked another man. Anyway, um, what okay, el- well, whatever. A lot of people watch it. Yes, a lot of a people lot of watch people. It. In all we can agree our on circles that. don't. No one, but no one over on that end of the planet. So, 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 COVID is done. We do know that for sure. Also, wait, have we talked about your job yet? I briefly mentioned that I have a. a what is job. your job? So I I'm working as a. Okay, simply put, I'm a security guard. So a policeman. No, more like a more like a security guard. So you fight crime. Not, no. It's more like a security guard. So you secure things. 
Um, eh, I wouldn't say I secure them. It's more just like a security guard. So you call the cops when anything happens? Yes, that is what I do. That's exactly <laughs> what I do, actually. If something goes sideways when I'm on a job site, I am not supposed to take action. Put it this way. Say something goes haywire. Someone's where they're... <laughs> someone's... <laughs> <laughs> someone's not where they're supposed to be right i say hey you need to leave if they show any sort of um violent behaviors or if leave. they just don't leave then obviously i tell them more times hey you need to leave <laughs> or or what i will call the cops <laughs> do it because it's i I guess it's, and this is just for the the company I work for. This isn't like baseline for all securities, but it's like basically if you try to take things into your own force or actions, then it basically becomes liability because if you hurt someone and then they press charges or something, that's right. He said versus she said. Well, so we've been really busy and we're really sorry that we haven't released anything, but. We are back, and we are about to get into part two of Omnipotent. Yes, 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 we are right back in it. I would have loved to have seen those guys in the studio where they just recorded that little snippet deal. You got trumpets, you got the dude on the drums who's... Just Not even nuts. supposed to be there. He's going nuts, and yeah. he's doing great. Anyway, let's get into this part two real quick. Let's recap what we talked about in part one. Yes. Omni is all. Yep. Potent is strength, right? Tremendous yeah. strength, one power. would say. Yeah. Power. So God ultimately has infinite, unlimited power, and he can do whatever he determines to do. He can do what he wants, and no one can stop him. And that's a good thing. And that's a good thing. It's a very good thing. Um, so we went through a lot of different verses about um, specifically answering questions like, is there anything God can't do? Can God be stopped? Um, can his plans be changed? Can his will be yeah. thwarted, if you will? If he's determined to do something, can anyone stop him from doing it? Right. And so we also tried to answer some other questions. If you haven't listened to it, go back and check it out. Um, so now we do have a couple more questions we thought we would answer and I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, as far as time goes on this episode, we do want to answer these well biblically. So how should we, and this is in response to part one. So if you haven't listened to part one, go check out part one. If God is who the Bible says he is, right? How should we as people respond to him? Yeah. So if if how the Bible portrays God as omnipotent, <clears throat> as all-powerful, as the one who creates with his words, as the one who can do whatever he wants and ha- that no one can thwart his will, that uh, no one can look at him and say, what have you done? Why did you make me like this? If that is truly God, how should we respond to him the right way? Well, as we mentioned before, we like to uh, to use the Bible to answer questions. Generally, because, uh, generally. Yeah, it uh, it answers questions better than we do. So, um, so Joshua twenty three verse fourteen says, "And now I am about to go the way of all the earth, and you know in your hearts and souls, all of you, that not one word has failed of all the good things that the Lord your God promised concerning you. 
all have come to pass for you. Not one of them has failed. Mm. So how do we, like, we respond to God by believing and knowing that nothing that he promises us will be thwarted. That God has promised us so many amazing things, right? He's promised to forgive us of our sins. Those that put faith and trust in him and repent of their sins, he promises to forgive them. He promises them eternal life. He promises them to be made like his son. He promises them to be raised at the end of the age, right? Whenever Christ comes back, he promises to raise the dead and that we'll live for eternity with him, right? He promises amazing things to us. Can God do it? Of course. Why? He's omnipotent. He's omnipotent. He's, He's strong enough to do it. Yes. He has the power to do it. How do we know that? Joshua 23, 14 says this. All have come to pass for you, for, for Israel specifically, right? But for the people of God, all of the promises of God come to pass. They will come to pass. If God promises something, he will not fail us. He will not let us down. He will not lie and, and say he's going to do something and not do it. Yeah. Um, and he especially has the power to do everything that he has promised us to yeah. do. Yeah, God not only makes promises i mean you look at the entirety of scripture and even just like general covenant theology god not only makes promises but god keeps promises right i mean he's i mean you hear in a lot of worship songs he's a promise maker and he's a promise keeper right <laughs> you promise maker. dude you know i know that yep. song somebody <laughs> help me waiting for it so we see this again in psalm 121 right Yeah, Psalm 121, verses 4 through 5 say, Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. Yeah. Bada-boom, bada-bang. Yeah. He doesn't sleep. No. And he is our keeper. The sovereign one. We can put our, oh man, we can just rely on. On the Lord. He is our rock. Yeah, right? we can we can find rest in that. I mean, and once again, we, we spoke about it in part one where we, I mean, we talked some about how uh, a lot of times we think of God in, in terms of like humanistically as if we would, mm-hmm. we would view like our heavenly father, like our, our earthly father, right. you know? So it's like a lot of times we, I know for me personally, anyway, there's a lot of times I won't bring everything in prayer because it's like oh well you know i mean i I, right you know hopefully he hears it you know i don't know like maybe he's maybe he's busy with someone else oh but he's also omnipresent exactly dang go back and listen to that episode pause it right now i think i think it does show and i think we do need to emphasize the fact that god's attributes aren't aren't split up they all and it's hard to like talk about god sometimes because you want to say the right thing. He's he's one God, and he just is who he is. Yeah. And the whole Bible talks about who he is. And we can see who he is in a lot of different ways. And we, you know, we try not to um, put, like, make one attribute of God fight against another. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. if they're somehow, like, in contradiction, but they all yeah. work perfectly together. Yeah, you know his, I mean? his, om, his omnipotence works within his omnipresence. He's all powerful in all places at all times. Right, they overlap. Yeah, you know? they're they're all they're all together working together. Yeah, yeah. So, but they're they're all like fully him. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. I mean? So it's not like 
10%, and yeah, we made a funny joke this stupid last time. You should go check it out. You I did? thought it was funny. I don't remember making a joke. No. <laughs> it was 100% serious for you. Yeah. Um, it was 100% reason to remember the name, too. <laughs> You're going to make me die on a laugh. So Romans 8.31 talks about this as well. What shall we say then to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Yeah. I mean, ah, I think I think man, most I people, that. yeah, I think most people know this verse, have heard this verse several times. If you haven't, it's a, a wonderful just memory verse, yeah. something to just stick in the back of your mind. And, you know, if, if you fall on hard times, you know, fall on any sort of troubles or whatever, just reminding yourself that if God is for you, who can be against you? Because why, but, but here's, the, here's the point, right? Why is it significant that God is for us? Because nothing can escape the will of God. Yeah. God is powerful enough to stop anything from happening to us that he wishes. And he's also completely powerful enough to keep us in his graces. Right. Right. He keeps us to himself. So he's the one who saves us graciously and sovereignly. Yeah. He is all powerful. He's omnipotent. Yeah. So that's why we we thank God. He is for us, right? Yeah. That is one of the reasons why we thank God he's for us, because yeah, he's yeah. all powerful. He can he can do anything for us. And so Romans eight thirty eight is a great example of this. Romans eight thirty eight and thirty nine. For my for I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God. In Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, I do want to go back and I want to count the things that will not separate us from the love of God. Okay. You, okay. you read. I'll, I'll keep track. I got the, I got okay. the counter okay. right okay. here. Ready? Ready? Here we go. Death. Life. Angels. Rulers. Things present. Things to come. Powers. Height. Depth. Anything else. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So um, what will separate us from God? Um, nothing. <laughs> Literally like death, life, <clears throat> angels, rulers. No, things that are right now and things that are to come. Yeah. So things that are now and in the future, those things won't separate us. Right. Also, um, any sort of power... Any height, so we literally can't go high enough, and we also can't go low enough. And also, anything else won't So one would us. argue that. So as if, it's funny, because it's like, as if all of those things weren't everything. And then it Paul's goes on like, to say. Paul's like, hey, also, anything else, anything else for that <laughs> won't separate us from the love of God that yeah, Christ like in, Jesus in case, has. In case you weren't getting us. the point, I'm just going to tack in, or anything else. Yeah, it's it's awesome. So, Probably nothing will separate us from the love of God. That's that's a fair assumption. But that's because of who God is. He's all powerful. Yes. So nothing could possibly separate us because he's bought us for himself. Yeah. That's why Christ Jesus has paid for our sins on the cross. Yeah. When he's, he has us in his hand, nothing can pluck yeah, us from That's his exactly hand. what he says, yeah. right? So we're, we are safe. So what's an implication of the all-powerful nature of God's safety? Yeah. We are safe. Yes. In his hands. No matter what happens to us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's no thing, there's no sin that is going to 
cause him that that's going to separate us from right to to just keep using that language nothing can separate us and that that obviously doesn't mean live in sin right right right, right. because if you have died to sin then you will not still live in sin right exactly but no sin no circumstance no yeah just whatever is going to separate you from from the love of god yeah and then philippians 1 6 to talk about this is is very assuring it says that i am sure of this paul saying he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Christ Jesus. Yeah. Jesus Christ. The powerful one who created everything yeah. is powerful enough to bring you to the day of completion, which is ultimately when it says things like that, the day of the Lord, day of completion, it's talking about when you are before Christ in heaven. Yeah. Whenever Christ comes back and brings us when you are to in heaven your with him. glorified body. Heaven, yeah. new heaven and new earth. That's what it's talking about. Yeah. So he is powerful enough. Like, think about that. Grant said that perfectly earlier. Ultimately, like, it didn't take any effort for God, any more effort for God to like make a pebble than he did to make everything yeah, yeah, like yeah. in the universe, right? Yeah, yeah. In that last episode, I, I talked about uh, a quote from the book God Is by Mark Jones. If you've not read it, if you're if you're a boys college student, you're listening to this, then you have read it. But if you're not also go bulldogs. Go dogs. Um, if you have not if you've not read it, if you've not heard of this book, I really encourage you to whether you get on audible me and Josiah have been on the big audible kick lately audible train um but if you're not an audible listener then i encourage you to just jump on amazon christianbook.com and get it it's a wonderful read and it just walks through the attributes of god it's a book it's basically just a guide through the attributes of god anyway it's awesome yeah check it out so but it talked about that that one part of about yeah, how it was it was as easy for God to create the heavens and the earth as it was for him to create a pebble. So, it took the same amount of effort. Yeah, and so the God who created the most amazing nature. Yeah. We can look at look in a telescope, we can look around, we the can Grand look, Canyon. We can look deep into a microscope and see just like little cells fighting each other and stuff. It's crazy. Like he began a good work in you. Yeah. And he will. If it says he will, then he will. Yeah. We've seen already he doesn't break his promises. Yeah. We can trust in him. There's so much safety in God because nothing can separate us from him because nothing's more powerful than he is. Mm-hmm. And nothing is is able to thwart his will or his purposes. Yeah. So if, it's, if his purpose is to begin a good work in you, you can't. no one can thwart that. Yeah. He will complete that work that he started in you. The last verse we have particularly for this section, this question is uh, Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Now, in its context. What is it? This is Paul yes. writing from prison. Yes. He was talking about his hardships, and he was saying that in the midst of his hardship, he can do all things through Christ who strengthens him, meaning he can get through these hardships through Christ. Ultimately, he can do anything that Christ is enabling him to do. Yes, that Christ is enabling him to do. Hear that. This is not... I can dunk if I I put enough hope in Jesus. If I write this verse on my basketball shoe, then we're going to win state. Grant did that. If this is... Okay, well, hold on. You did. No. I... Now, hear me. <laughs> hear me out. I did not write this on my shoe. It was on your shirt or it was on your arm. Or no, 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 no. You had a wristband. 
I don't even think I had a wristband, to be honest. One of those Steph Curry ones. I think it was just one of those things that I... Anyway. <laughs> now, through Christ, could my high school team have won state? That is the only way. No, I did not have that written on my shoe, okay? But there are people... I mean, you see you see guys in the NBA all the time. Yeah. NBA, NFL. Well, and it's just... The whole night. people People think that that's how that works. Like, yeah. That Jesus is this big genie or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, but ultimately we do we do believe this first. You know, just because people do take it out of context doesn't mean yeah. it doesn't mean something. Doesn't right? mean we disagree. This is a beautiful verse. Yes. This is an amazing verse. Paul, who's going through amazing amounts of persecution and, and trials and getting bit by snakes and getting, you know, shipwrecked and all this Beaten crazy amount yeah. of stuff, right? He's saying like I'm going to continue to do what I'm supposed to do because it's him who strength, strengthens me. Ultimately, yeah. right? And if it's the strongest, if it's the greatest, if it's the omnipotent, the one who is the highest degree, the infinite strength and authority and power, we can trust that if he's the one that's strengthening us, hey, we can do all things. We can we can do crazy stuff in this life, and we don't have to be afraid. So, yeah, I mean, I think as Christians, there's a lot of ways that we should respond to God. Yeah. And I think that ultimately it's in the posture of our heart. Like we can trust, right? Mm. That God's word doesn't fail. He doesn't break his promises because he's capable of completing everything he wants, right? right. No purpose of his is thwarted. Yeah. Um, everything he wants comes to pass. That he doesn't sleep. He's our keeper. That he is for us. That that one is for us. The sovereign one. The strong one. The one who is mighty. The one who's the almighty God. He is for us. Who can be against us then? Because no one else is anywhere close to him. Yeah. Not even like everyone else is created. He's mm-hmm. not created. Um, nothing can separate us from God, from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. That's how great the the work of on the cross was. Um, nothing can separate us. And if he began a good work in us, he's going to complete it because he's the one who strengthens us to the end, right? right? As Christians, we should see the power and control of God and have complete faith in him. Yeah, that should be an, that should be our ultimate um, response response to God's omnipotence is yeah. that we should we should have complete faith in Him. Yeah, and we see that in the example of Abraham. Yeah, yeah, and in Romans chapter four nineteen through twenty one talks about this and says he did not weaken in faith when he Abraham considered his own body, which was as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old. Or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's womb, no unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, fully trusted that God was able to do what he had promised. So, just looking at it in its in its context, you know, the way we read it, Abraham is about a hundred, mm-hmm. making Sarah, we can argue, close. Yeah, yeah. Close to 100. Yeah. But God had promised him a son. Mm -hmm. So it's getting to the point where Abraham's like, no, I mean, there's just no way, right? Yeah. I mean, there's just no way. I'm so stinking old, and so is she. But God made this promise, gave a son, and you see that he fully trusted that God was able to do what he had promised. Yeah. His response to God's promise was faith. Yes. And in God's omnipotence, followed through. 
Yeah, I, and I think we we should have, like I said, faith, complete faith, complete trust in in God, and like radical faith, the faith that like makes us do stuff that other people would look at as crazy. And I think yeah. one huge thing, one huge way that I think that we need to have faith in God today more than ever is speaking the truth, mm-hmm. because we believe that God has inspired a word for us. He has revealed Himself. Yeah. And he's revealed his will, and he's revealed his his law to us, his good law. That, yeah, that's an overflow of his character. Yeah, right. So when we see the evil in this world, when and even if our friends are doing it, even if our friends are propagating evil mm. by the by the things they're saying, you know, you, we see this all the time. In in particular, um, the agenda of like LGBTQ. Yeah, right. This is so immersive today. There are so many people who are, they are very like attracted to this, to that movement. Right. And anytime, and this is why we have to have faith in God that who cares what happens to us. If this is God's truth, not that we should speak the truth in, in hate. Yeah. First of all, I don't hate gay people. No, dude. I, there is nothing in my heart that hates gay people. They're people. But the one thing that I would say, the reason why I'm even saying this and bringing up this particular argument is that if you do say what the Bible says about gay people, you will be hated. Yeah. You might lose your job. Mm-hmm. You, you might see real persecution because they'll call you a hater of gay people. Yeah. They'll call you a bigot. They'll call you homophobic. They'll yeah. call you transphobic or whatever the whatever, case, yeah. which is, it's completely untrue. I have... I have gay friends and I have gay family that I love very much, right? So, but I I don't think it's wrong to say what you believe about that because especially as us us as Christians who know the truth, we know what God's word says. So we cannot be afraid of people who are going to propagate untruth and say it's truth. God's truth isn't their truth. Right. Because their truth isn't truth. Yeah. It doesn't matter what they think. Yeah, it's it doesn't, and this is a, a good principle to talk about because it doesn't matter what we ultimately think is true. We have to have faith in God's word yeah. because God's word is transcendent. Mm. Uh, it's it's true no matter what. Yeah, it's true no matter if there was nothing. It's true if we're here. Yeah, it's transcendent because God is transcendent. God's nature is transcendent, which means it permeates throughout any sort of barrier. Yeah. Any time period. Yeah. Like we are experiencing a world that is made by a God that's transcendent and has given us a law. So we have to hold fast to that law no matter what. And that's going to take faith. Yeah. That's going to take trust in the omnipotent one that no matter what we go through, he's the one that's strengthening us and we need to trust him. Well, well, and and another thing too, when we kind of step out or, you know, respond in faith. I don't know how I feel about that term, step out in faith. And I've just heard it so much. Yeah, it's just kind of how we grew up, so it's just what it is. When when we respond in faith to this as well, I think something that you had said to me too, We, you and I had shared the gospel with uh, with a guy, and we were talking about it later on, and, and something you had said was that, you know, when when you share the gospel with people, you're sharing it as if God is going to save them. And, and I mean, that's, that's a big key point of having faith. Cause I think a lot of times when we share the gospel, we'll share the gospel with someone and kind of see how they react upon first glance. And we're kind of like, Oh, well, you know, at 
least I did it. You know, I just I don't I don't know what the, what's gonna happen. You know, yeah. I don't think they're gonna, but you know, at least we we talked about. It. I shared the gospel with them. You know, that stuff. Whereas like it's like so. No, thank we, God I never have to share it again because yeah, like I, shared I got the it over with one yeah. time, and yeah. you know they didn't really. You know, they didn't really grab onto it, you know, so it's like, yeah, I don't know. And it's like, no, you, you share the gospel having faith that God is going to change the heart of that person that's heard. And if not, then you have been obedient. You have been faithful. Yeah. And if God does save that person, then it's God who saves that person. Right. It's not you. It's Faithful, God who saves that person. Faithfulness is the reason why we exactly. share the and and, it's, and and to go to my point, yeah, faithfulness yeah. is why we share truth in general. Exactly. It's not about making friends. Right. You know, it's about being faithful to what God's word says. Right. Exactly. So we should be faithful knowing who God is. We should that's simply all it takes is we know who God is. We see who God is in the scriptures. We see what God has done for us. We put our faith in him. We know we know he can be fully trusted, and we know that if God promises something, he'll do it, and so we, we, we trust God. But also, I think that God doesn't just ask us to be obedient to him, mm. demands it, Yeah, right? So God, this is the second point, we should be faithful, but secondly, we should be obedient to God right. because of simply who he is, like yeah. it, who he is. God demands us to obey him and he's worthy of our obedience, right? Yeah. And we see this also in the example of Abram. Um, in Genesis 17, 1, it says, When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him saying, I am God Almighty. Live in my presence and be blameless. Yeah, that's not a, that's not a, <laughs> that's not a request. <laughs> that's, a, that's a command. Um, but because God is good and sovereign, we can, I mean, we can trust him fully even when life doesn't make sense to us. I know there's been tons of times when I'm just, just confused, like nothing makes sense. I don't understand anything, but I mean, we can have confidence that he's never going to lead us down a path that's destructive or evil or anything. Um, so that gives us all reason to be obedient to him with zero hesitation. Right. right? Yeah. We yeah. should, we should obey him because he's the one that created all things with his very words, right? That he's the holy one, and he's the lawgiver, and he's like he's the creator. He makes the rules, and those rules are good because he's good, and he loves us, right? It's yeah. like, and that's the beautiful thing about God. We don't have to set like we can say all of these things at the same time. Like he's he's the creator because a lot of times we'll say, oh, he's the creator, he's the lawgiver, and we'll look at God like this like evil being that just wants us to follow rules. No, but it's like, no, God is, God is the creator. He's a loving creator. He's a loving lawgiver. He's a just lawgiver. Yeah. He's a holy lawgiver, but he's holy, loving, just lawgiver. And he's the creator who is all powerful. Right. It's like, he's, it's just this amazing picture of who God is. He's amazing. And, uh, we should have faith in him. And I hope this is, has been encouraging to y'all. Yeah. And, um, I know this is always something that Grant and I will walk away from this podcast being like, yeah, I mean, that was super encouraging. I know there are so many questions that come up because of this conversation. And if you do have any questions, we would love to talk to you. Yes. Um, and, and obviously, like, we can't answer every question, like, just off the top of our heads or anything. We're not that smart. But, like, we do know how to find answers. And if you do have a question 
ask us. Just yeah. ask us. There's no judgment. We're not going to look at your question and be like, oh my gosh, why would yeah. some idiot ask that question? Yeah. No, it, like, ask your questions. We yeah. will try our best to, to find a solution. If you're listening to this on Spotify, if you click on the actual episode, there, if you scroll down a little bit, there's going to be an option where you can ask these questions. We're going to kind of give a little bit of a prompt and that'll allow you to ask those questions. We'll go through, look at those, and uh, we'll try to answer them the best we can. Yeah. Uh, if you want to leave it anonymous, we'll we'll try to answer it here on the on the show. Um, if you want us to kind of leave it off the air, if you will, um, you know, you can leave your your social media tag, and we can you know we can just message you privately. And we want to have these conversations with you all because these things are important. Okay, the things that we're talking about are very important things because in order to worship God, in order to love God. We must know God. Right. Yeah. So with that being said, um, follow us on our social medias at Seeker Start. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Yes. With Elon Musk buying Twitter. <laughs> we, might we might venture. We might just hop no, back on Twitter. No, we're not. And uh, what's the, what was the name of that? Uh, what was the name of the one that got parlor. shut down? Parlor. Parlor. Parlor yeah, yeah, yeah. what it was. Yeah. We're not a parlor. <laughs> we're definitely not because a parlor. Because parlor doesn't down. exist. So uh, yeah, Facebook, Instagram. Or if you want to email us, seekerstart at gmail.com. Or if you just know us, just call us. Yeah. We'll answer. I might answer. I won't. But still call. Still call. Leave a message. <laughs> All right, guys. See you later. This has been a Manifold Ministries podcast. For more content, visit us at manifoldministries.com.